it is. Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the Restoring Human podcast, where we believe humans were designed to flourish. Unfortunately, uh, we live in a culture where many of our modern conveniences work against our thriving, but through intentional lifestyle decisions, we can return to an optimal state of health. I am Jarek Bakken. I'm Dr. Alex Rigwell. And uh, first, you are a... uh, like podcast celebrity now. <laughs> uh, Alex was on a, a another show yesterday. Some of our audience probably knows that, but uh, yeah, or I might be considered an expert on this topic. Definitely was not <laughs> not an expert on what we talked about yesterday. I I it's only on Facebook as we speak. Uh, I didn't get a chance to listen to it. If it was on iTunes, I might have, but uh, what kind of, I mean, I know vaguely what you guys got into, but. Well, we were just talking about kind of work, life, church, um, family, all that, how that, how do you balance that? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, what is the primary thing influencing your schedule is really what we wanted to get through because the culture has a. I guess taking us in a direction where kind of our personal comfort and our personal um, desire for to be affluent is what Pastor Justin was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really what drives people's schedules. Yeah. Um, instead of, you know, the, them living in a family um, in the church. So um, we got into a lot of that. Most of it was my story. So we're going to have to do a part two to actually get practical with how, oh, okay. with me having obviously a practice to run, a family, my wife, my five children doing this podcast, an elder at the church, MC leader. How does all that happen? Yeah. What uh, does my schedule look like and why does it look like that? It's kind of what we were, where we were going, but cool. didn't necessarily get there. So really, I mean, you say not an expert and stuff like that, which that's valid, but feel like a lot of this audience of this show would benefit from hearing stuff like that whether i mean whether you're a christian or not like there's um i think there's value in like there's a specific intent with how you're structuring your days and your weeks and stuff but ultimately it's also balancing like there's a major health aspect of you know, for us to maintain and work towards homeostasis, it definitely includes how are we not freaking out with all the million things that we possibly could put on our schedule every single day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I would say that's probably the, I mean, other than when I have some sort of an event where I'm eating bad food, like I did on Saturday, that's why my voice is not normal right now. Um, when I actually expressed some sort of symptom of my previous um, gut issue, mm-hmm. um, it's when I've kind of overextended myself and yeah, not allowed for rest, not allowed for, um, I guess, the the main things to be the main things. I've allowed too many things to come into my life. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's actually exactly what we're going to be talking about now because I also had a very 
similar and probably more drastic event uh, recently, um, which brought us to, if you saw already, I titled this Gut Health. Um, that's We're going to probably spend a few episodes digging in here, um, but yeah, there was a fairly significant event in my life that kind of brought this topic to surface. So what'd you do on Saturday, by the way? Uh, my 10-year-old Creighton had a state basketball tournament in Des Moines. So we were there and we went out with his team That's right. and celebrated their end of the season and they had pizza. Mm. And they bought like, I don't know, 10 pizzas and only like seemed like three people ate. So huh. like, I guess I'll eat some of this stuff. I don't know why I think I can eat pizza. Pizza destroys me every time. Really? And it wasn't even good pizza, so pretty frustrated about it. Huh. That's interesting. That it it's is there other stuff or you like that's like one thing that you know? I mean there's definitely other stuff that um ice cream blows me up for mm. sure, but I haven't done that in a while. I mean like you know, dairy ice cream right. with a bunch of sugar and a bunch of bad fat in it. Right. Um but yeah, pizzas. I mean, if you think about it, it has everything bad that you can have. It. Yeah. <laughs> Which is that actually makes me think of, I learned when I was in like second grade, when we were learning like the four food groups. It's got everything. Yeah. It's got all the good stuff. I remember thinking pizza was the healthiest thing you could eat because it, <laughs> it has grains, it has vegetables on it if you're going to do that, it has meat, has cheese, so the dairy, all the four, I don't remember exactly the four food groups were, but it had all of it. So I'm like, yeah, we should just eat pizza all the time. Now that's uh it's even shaped it's even shaped like the pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh so gut health. <clears throat> I'll just I'll just tell a little bit about what happened. So, uh man, what is it? March 1st. Happy March. About a month ago, exactly, a month ago. Uh I actually had um, served on a jury. This is the start of this story. Uh, was summoned for jury duty. Cool. Got to go do this. Whatever. Got selected to be a part of that. Okay. Found out it's a murder trial. Okay. It's going to take a few days. Um, so basically for it was it ended up being a full week and then we had to come back on Monday so I had six days that I had to report and be a part of this whole thing um, and during that time uh, like during those days I could definitely sense um, you know just the stress that it was causing just you know mentally engaging with the story of everything and kind of how that was affecting me. There's a, a number of nights where I came home and like my wife knew like I wasn't myself. I wasn't normal. Like it was a lot of mental, emotional work that I had to do sitting in on this and, you know, having like, having empathy for what's happening and also trying to decide, okay, I'm ultimately here to find the truth in these stories and all this stuff. Anyway, very taxing mentally, emotionally, 
I mean, slept like a champ all those days, like physically, all this stuff. Um, that happened, so I was involved with that for six days. At the same time, I kind of had some stuff at work change a little bit, so I had some different responsibilities last month that I, you know, were new things for me that to figure out. Plus, I had a Somebody that worked for me, that changed, and so I had to do some like training stuff and a lot of different changes happening all while I was supposed to you know, be there while I was gone. Um, just had a very, very heightened, uh, stressful environment around all aspects of life because then all that stuff caused me to then have a shorter capacity um, with things at home and all this stuff. Plus, then, uh, dealing with all that, so I'm usually, you know, most days fasting and not eating until later in the day. Well, having emotional stress, thinking, oh, I haven't really eaten anything today. Really easy to have days where it's like, yeah, we want pizza tonight? Great. Like, that sounds fine. Um, and so, essentially, all of these little pieces, I think, built up to, what would it have been, last Sunday, I got this real bad stomach ache. And it was like Sunday afternoon. I was like, yeah, I'll take a nap. One of our kids is terrible about taking naps. He only sleeps if you're laying there right next to him. So I was like, I'll just take a nap with him. Uh... Took a nap, skipped dinner. I was like, I shouldn't do that. Got home, and I'm starving. So I'm like, okay, I'll try to eat something before bed. Bad decision. Stomachache definitely came back. Woke up the next morning, felt fine. Knew I didn't eat very much the day before, so like ate breakfast that day when I probably normally wouldn't have. Ate like normal. Then middle of the afternoon, uh, I was drinking a... You didn't actually grab one. I was drinking a carbonated soda. Carbonated water. Soda water. You get the point. Uh, and all of a sudden, this stomachache like, starts to kind of creep back up. I'm like, dang it. Uh, and that's when I text you guys like, hey, can I come into the office, get adjusted, not feeling super great, whatever. Didn't really know what was going on. Night passes. Don't think I ate anything the rest of that night. Then Tuesday, ate like normal, and then it was late Tuesday night that came back hard, and this was like the worst it had been. Uh, texting you, trying to figure out what the heck is going on, basically through sharing stuff with you, looking up some things online figured out, okay, this has something to do with like stomach acid, uh, the stomach lining, and potentially you said, you know, you might have an ulcer. <laughs> um, it's like, oh, great. Um, at some point in there, I had a number of things like jogged in my memory. So the one thing was that this feeling I was having I realized I wasn't completely unfamiliar with it. Something that I had experienced 
a number of years ago, I want to say high school, if not before, um, just these really intense, strange stomach aches. I mean, granted, now I know at that point I was living a lifestyle and eating a highly inflammatory diet and all this stuff and completely makes sense now. Um, but I had kind of forgot that I had dealt with like this same feeling a few times when I was younger until I was like, oh, that I remember this pain. <laughs> uh, and I remembered about, uh, I think it was probably last summer, it's like a year and a half, almost two years ago now, uh, I read, what is the name of the book? Maybe it was just last year. Anyway, the book Eat Dirt, Josh Axe's gut book. Uh, and a part of that is this little quiz questionnaire thing to kind of classify what he calls a gut type. And I was classified as what he calls a gastric gut. So I learned a few things about um, kind of how my stomach was dealing with stuff. I learned that I probably have like a lower amount of stomach acid. I belch all the time and these other different signs. Uh, started taking some digestive enzymes to help with that. Started uh, being more focused on like chewing my food a ton and a number of different things. So I was like, oh, this is all really, really related. Um, yeah, so whatever night that was, Tuesday, yeah, that was Tuesday night. The next morning, I had to get on an airplane to fly out to do a job for about 48 hours and come back on Thursday night. I was like, I do not want to uh, be trying to figure this out during this time. So talking to you that that night, kind of had some more clarity on what was going on. We had decided that the best thing for me to do was to not eat. Um, basically, I understood that in giving my gut and body just time to rest and chill out and recover and, you know, do the work that it needed to to repair the damage that I had caused. Uh, I guess there's a number of different things that I've been doing since then, but anyway, I'll, I'll pause there and see if you have any reactions to any of that. I know you've been, you know, a part of all this, but... Um... <clears throat> Yeah, I guess it's just, it was an, a good example of if there is this underlying thing that's happening that potentially is not um, causing you to, to express a lot of symptoms most of the time. Yeah, yeah. If you're living the right lifestyle, um, you know, you're probably not going to see it as, as a big deal. I mean, even if you are, like, if you have bloating occasionally or if you're belching a lot. Uh -huh. um those just seem to be kind of normal to people. Right. Um, but when everything comes to a head, right, you have all the stressful stuff going on, mm -hmm. not eating the food you should be eating. Um, combine that with your history of just the, the gut type that you have. Uh -huh. Now it all. All makes something sense. Something hit the fan. All makes sense. Yeah. And I, right. So once you, you kind of help me identify it, it's, it's either an actual developed ulcer or some 
something, you know, leading to something like that, kind of started to connect all these dots. And it's like, okay, what I, from my perspective, I'm like, I'm just a dude who has a, you know, strange interest in health and the body and stuff. I'm not trained in anything. But I understand that it's not, it's not just some acute cause of stuff most of the time. There's all different kinds of things that can be working against. We already talked about this homeo, homeostasis. And I was able to kind of piece together all these dots like, okay, this, this, this makes perfect sense of why this is happening right now. Yeah. Um, so maybe let's start there. There's, there's two kind of things that uh, we talked about this gastritis in, in ulcer. Do you want to maybe just explain what those two things are? Well, gastritis is um, just inflammation of your stomach lining. Um, anytime there's some sort of a damage that's in your stomach, then uh, the body's going to try to go and, and, and heal that area, which brings inflammation. Mm-hmm. So gastritis is just the medical term for your stomach lining being inflamed. Um, and then an ulcer is when there's actually you know, significant damage to that stomach lining where then now... You know, it's so painful because there's stomach acid potentially that's going to be leaking out. There's other things that potentially could come in. And then it's just now that there's that much more damage, the body's really trying to heal the area. So there's going to be a lot of inflammation um, at those particular times. Um, So, yeah, it definitely sounds like that's where you got to. Yeah, yeah. So I guess now maybe some helpful stuff if any of you have ever dealt with something like this so what i ended up doing so i at this point i feel like it i'm fairly confident it wasn't an actual developed ulcer i feel like i would be in more pain still currently Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe you're the doctor well i mean i think it would just with anything in the health it could be there's uh different levels of it right it could just been potentially almost an ulcer it could have been a very slight ulcer most likely wasn't a significant ulcer that would have, you know, put you in the hospital and potentially taken your life. Doesn't sound like that was the case. But obviously, if you wouldn't, have, if you would have stayed in that stressful environment and not did anything to help it, then potentially could have got there. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, decided okay, the best thing for me to do is probably to not eat, not put, not add any more stress to that environment basically Mm -hmm. so that morning that wednesday morning i went and got a bunch of new tea so this was a this was a good thing i had been not drinking coffee for a week at that point so that wasn't a big issue not to have any coffee um but i got what was it chamomile and licorice root tea um so first uh what is it? Doctorax.com. That's like my go-to source whenever something is going on. So basically typed in gastritis or ul- I probably at that point I probably typed in ulcer on there. He's basically like Google for natural health, has an article, has videos, watched all that stuff, made basically a grocery list of all this stuff that he's talking about, went out and got this stuff. So what I was doing for those couple days that I wasn't eating, that licorice root and chamomile tea uh 
I bought some glutamine. Um, I bought a, um, I hadn't been daily taking a probiotic supplement, so I bought that. Um, the night before, I actually got, when I was like halfway aware of what was going on, I picked up those uh, digestive enzymes from you. Um, and then I got some bone broth, um, some different collagen protein powders, um, some aloe vera juice, um, and that might be it. Do you maybe want to talk about what some of those things are actually doing? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I can speak to all of them, but um, I would say most of it was just trying to to decrease the inflammation. Uh, I would say that's what most likely the teas mm-hmm. are there for. Um, chamomile is just really calming to the body, so I would say that's kind of just the the heightened reaction that the body was felt like it was under stress, so the which was potentially producing pain for you. So that was probably cal- calming for the body. Um, so that's more of a, you know, like symptom relief, which I think is what you were looking for, um, at that particular time. Glutamine is really healing for the body, um, uh, especially the gut. Um, so any of the linings of the gut, you know, in the intestinal tract, glutamine is going to be healing for it. So, um, that's what you're taking the, the glutamine for. Obviously probiotics, um, are just good overall for the gut or entire ulcers, but the stress just leads to low stomach acid production and the lower the stomach acid production right um is the the stronger h pylori can can be so that's most likely what led to either again if it was just a potential ulcer ulcer or full full blown ulcer was the h pylori so again probiotics are going to fight against that and hopefully drown out that bad bacteria mm-hmm. um that was in there um I don't remember what else you said you were doing. Uh, aloe vera juice. Oh, aloe vera, same thing, just heals. Mm-hmm. Um, most people know you can put aloe vera if like cut a cut is on your arm, um, just helps to heal the epithelial tissue, same type of tissues in the gut, so it's going to heal that as well. So yeah, a lot of healing things, bringing down inflammation, just soothing, um, fighting against the bad bacteria. It's kind of the approach there. Yeah, with all those things. Yeah. So did basically, I mean. There's some supplements and some liquids in there, but for about 48 hours, I had no food in my stomach. Then the first thing I ate was like a vegetable soup. So a lot of broth, soft vegetables, um, you know, nothing terribly difficult. Then for the next few days, I stuck to uh, like soups and smoothies and stuff that wasn't going to I, I I know that one of the things that has probably caused some of the issues in the past is you know eating quickly not chewing well and so doing things that are technically like pre-chewed <laughs> yeah <laughs> essentially um, but thankfully through I mean granted the past week or so has looked different but I've not experienced any other symptoms since that real bad night. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, that's a good example of, <clears throat> you know, way back when, when we first started this thing, we went through kind of the different forms of healthcare. So we talked about um, reactionary healthcare, mm-hmm. um, which is definitely still needed if you're going to be healthy. But most people think reactionary healthcare is going to, into the doctor and getting some sort of a medicine you know, to, to get rid of your symptom where 
you knew that you were in a lot of pain um, and just kind of this acute situation that you were in, you needed to kind of bring down some of that suffering, mm-hmm. um, knowing that it wasn't just something that you could just get rid of that, what you were feeling and you'd be fine. You know, there's a cause that happened before that. So you'll be addressing that. But until you can actually address that, which is going to take a longer period of time, you went with something natural to kind of um, address those symptoms. Now, had that not been working, you would have known that you still had to react. So then potentially you would have went to something stronger, you know, if there's mm-hmm. some sort of medication that could have been mm-hmm. could done. But uh, if you didn't have to get there, of course, we want to try to avoid that as, at all costs. Yeah. So there's one thing, a part of this that... I thought was interesting. So when I was looking at treatment on ulcers and stuff, one of the points on the Axe website was he actually said, oh, that's a good question, Rebecca. We'll get there. He actually said, don't fast. So eat smaller meals and spread them out. And so I read that and I was like, there's there's like there's more to that and so i asked you about that and so what he's saying is trying to avoid large meals just yeah. stuff that's harder for the stomach to process and digest and you know get through and so that made sense but then i was like i, I what i what i understand about my body and especially my gut is that fasting is going to like Basically, eliminating the work that my gut has to do is going to allow it to do healing things. Right. And so that's when I kind of asked you about that <clears throat> question. So that was super interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, the more you put in your body, the more stomach acid needs to be produced, the more digestive enzymes need to be produced. It's the more work that your body has to do, and you could be compounding it, you know, if you didn't chew your food perfectly or if it was just tough food in general to break down. Mm-hmm. So um, any food requires work to, to be broken down. So that's why we were like, no, nah, just if you can, stay away, mm-hmm. you know, drink liquids, stay hydrated, um, or do some of those healing things that, that you were doing. But avoiding food would be best. Um, but yeah, what he was talking about is most people, when they just don't eat, then what they're going to do because they're really hungry is just eat this huge meal, which would be the worst thing for your gut, Yeah, specifically in your situation. But it's always the worst thing for your gut to just eat a huge meal that's never chewed uh, properly. It just, right. It's a lot of um, uh, strain on the gut. So, um, yeah, that was good that you um, – because I think he's writing to people that aren't maybe aren't going to have necessarily an understanding with you or are not working with somebody that can help them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sure why he said that. Yeah, which, again – reading that avoid large meals I'm like oh yeah I definitely do that if there's a lot of times where I fast for you know a good number of hours maybe have something light in the afternoon and then have the majority of my caloric intake during the day between you know 6 and 8 and yeah. that's that's normal you know and so being more conscious about that being more conscious about, because I def, I definitely, like, you, you almost feel, there's days where you feel, like, justified. Oh, I haven't had a ton to eat. I, like, I need to take in, you know, more calories right now. I don't want to create this swinging imbalance and all this type of stuff, but, yeah. yeah. 
If a dog had an ulcer, he would not eat. He would just lay down and drink water. Yeah. They're smarter than us. <laughs> so this, uh, I think I was, I was like sitting in the airport talking to you about all this stuff, and I go, all right, when are we talking about gut health on the podcast? So uh, this is, that's kind of what has brought this up. There's a lot more to say about this. So um, we're going to create some content for you. It'll be put out this month. Be looking forward to that. If you have um, questions revolving around gut health, please ask them. Um, we're going to record a couple things now. We'll probably do some more, especially if people have some specific uh, questions. But yeah, that's where we're headed. Also, last month when we did this, January, whatever it was, you probably noticed that we didn't change our clothes because we recorded them all on the same day. Um, if you're if you're watching, I want to take this off for the next one. If you're watching, Austin, uh, I chose this shirt very intentionally. Um, you know, <laughs> supporting one of our faithful podcast listeners. <laughs> so, we answer that question, or we? Uh, do you want <clears throat> do you want to answer that now, or do you want to put that in with the next one? Oh, we can do it now because cool. it's I mean Facebook Live question. Yeah. So. so Rebecca asked, "How can a chiropractic adjustment?" help the gut. So for me, that was at one point I was like, okay, something's not right here. Said, Hey, can I come in? Yeah. So then what I did is I went back to my textbooks of school and looked up ulcer adjustment and that's what I performed. On. <laughs> did you really? Oh. <laughs> There's no such thing as an ulcer adjustment or a headache adjustment or a low back pain adjustment. Um, so we said that <clears throat> there's kind of layers to what was happening with you to where you to how you got to where you were at. So if, let's say it was an ulcer. That happened because H. pylori, this bacteria, grew enough to cause that damage in your stomach. Mm -hmm. Well, how H. pylori grew enough is because your stomach acid was low. Mm -hmm. And most likely hearing your history, the reason your stomach acid was low was because of all the stress that you were going through. Mm -hmm. It's not actually the, um, the stuff that we experience um, or even kind of how we, how we, what's happening in our, in our mind or our emotions that leads to bad physiology. It's you know, how our physiology responds to what's going on. So yeah. if our body re receives, um, this emotional stress or this mental stress that you are going through, uh -huh. that's no different to the body than if a bear was running at you. Sure. Right. So things change in the body when we're under stress, it's called the fight or flight response. Um, and of the two parts of the nervous system, that's that's called the sympathetic nervous system. So that's kind of the gas pedal. You need to do something, right? You need to run away from that bear. You need to, to fight that bear back. Well, the other part of that nervous system is called the parasympathetic nervous system, which balances that out. It should be a big balance. We shouldn't be super high sympathetic. We shouldn't be super high parasympathetic. Parasympathetic is called rest and digest. So if you want to digest food properly, then you need to be in that parasympathetic state. So you weren't digesting food properly because mm -hmm. you didn't have the stomach acid. So we wanted to put you more into that parasympathetic state with a chiropractic adjustment, taking stress off the nervous system so that you could get into that rest and digest state, um, which is just going to promote healing in your body. Your body should then produce better stomach acid because it's now in the, the proper, mm -hmm. has the nervous system has the proper tone to lead to good digestion. Whereas opposed to if you were still under that stress, nervous system stress, then you wouldn't have been able to digest as well and produce enough stomach acid. Yeah. 
Yeah. So knowing that I was in a very heightened, stressful environment uh, over those next two days, I like so I'm out of town, gone for whatever it was, 36 hours. The actual job that I had to do was a matter of three or four hours. So normally I've got all these other hours to get other work done. I intentionally like didn't do the type of stuff that I would normally do. You know, I've got a couple hours on this flight, a couple hours sitting in this car, like all this different stuff and trying to like, I'm very type A maximize efficiency. Like that's just like, that's where my head's going to go at all times. Um, and I had to, I had to, you know, intentionally kind of work against that. Had a book, read some stuff, chilled out on one of the flights. I watched a movie like, uh, intentionally rested, tried not to, you know, increase that stress. Like, like you were saying, it's not necessarily that I am feeling stressed out by it. Like I feel like I have a pretty high threshold for a lot of this stuff, but my body was clearly responding yep. in a negative way. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I shouldn't stress. Okay. Got it on it. There you go, Christina. That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a huge, huge, huge component. And, well, I mean, I guess we could kind of speak to that. <clears throat> yeah, we want to try to uh, minimize the amount of stress that, that we're under. Um, but you're right. You shouldn't. Chronic stress is the problem, yeah. right? If, yeah. if something happens to us, if a family member dies or, right. or, you know, we lose a job or, you know, different things like that, we should ex be able to mm -hmm. deal with those things, but mm -hmm. we shouldn't hold on to them, suppress them, so that it now becomes chronic stress. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's going to affect a number of different things, but it's for sure affecting you physically creating neg negative physiology yeah what's interesting is so like for me i've done a lot of work over the past few years with diet and exercise and eliminating you know toxins and stuff but then this like this stress piece is something that it's not as not always as tangible and so it's something that kind of went untouched for a couple of weeks and created this problem. But interestingly, in within like the medical community, I feel like stress is something that while while diet and, you know, movement and stuff may not be as highly valued, it seems like within the medical community, stress is a known factor with certain things. Is that yeah. a fair statement? Yeah. So it yeah. I mean, I know they know it leads to all the chronic diseases, you know, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's, depression, all those different things that people deal with now chronically. They know that there's a huge stress piece. Um, I mean, I don't know that they have an answer for it. Obviously, there's no, there's no medication for getting rid <laughs> of stress. There's no surgery to get rid of stress. So they can, there's, they, there's oh. no real chill pill. Yeah. I mean, they can pretty much say what, what, what Christine said. There's don't stress, right? Yeah. <laughs> Right. easier said than done but that is the right recommendation yeah cool we're going to talk way more about the gut uh i just remembered that it was our last episode where you were talking about the bulletproof tea i've been all over it yeah. since then 
this is so this is that the chamomile the licorice i put a little matcha in there Cam chamomile licorice matcha bulletproof you yak butter uh no not yak butter Carry, still just carry gold cool sweet that's uh it for all my uh problems here thanks for listening hopefully you learned something i definitely did and yeah we'll catch you next week oh <laughs> facebook is still going i stopped it on my computer you get a little extra second here <laughs>